Hi, this is Todd Ansich. Welcome to the Behind the Bunker Paintball Podcast, our weekly exploration of the stories and people that make our sport great. We want to make this podcast one of your favorites, so if you love the show, do me a favor and tell your friends about it, or rate it on iTunes if that's your thing. We'd really love it if you could do that. Or you could just drop an email with your thoughts about the show to Todd at BehindTheBunker.com. Maybe you want information on something you heard during the show, or maybe you have an idea for a topic for a show. Whatever. I guarantee a response. Todd at BehindTheBunker.com. Whether you are listening one at a time or binge listening a bunch at a time, we are glad to have you here. All right, let's talk paintball now. Available on iTunes and anywhere you get your better podcasts. This is the Behind the Bunkers Weekly Paintball Show. Tonight's show is brought to you by Empire Paintball, Planet Eclipse, Exalt, Arups Paintball Bunkers, Enola Gay Smoke Grenades, Tipman, and GI Sports. Behind the Bunker gets all their paintball gear supplied by FlagRaiders.com. Get all of your online paintball gear purchases from FlagRaiders.com. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Now, let's get this nonsense started. Here's your host, Todd Ansich. Hello guys and welcome to Behind the Bunker here, episode 389 or podcast 253. Did you know that this is the most downloaded paintball podcast ever? Whoa. Ever? Oh, yes, ever. Very exciting. Um, you know what, Matt? I'll fix that in just a second. And then, uh, yeah, so thank you guys for joining us. Tonight we have lots of great things on this show. I really shouldn't lie. It's going to be a crappy show. So <laughs> buckle in, strap in, and uh, we'll get this nonsense started. Gavin Sharma's with me live tonight in studio. I am, and I was hoping you were going to say strap on because I got a little excited. <laughs> it is going to be a fantastic show, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in, but you have to do your part. Make sure you hit like and share so everybody in the free <laughs> world knows exactly what you're doing on a Monday night and you can bring them in. He said but. I did. Uh, <laughs> then we have Joe Kimson from Flaggerters Paintball. Greetings and thanks for tuning in, and this is the first uh, show before uh, World Cup. Or last show. Or last show. <laughs> last show before World Cup. And we're not really sure what's happening next week. Joe and I may do a podcast from the condo, depending on our, our connectivity, but we'll see how that goes. And then we have uh, Josh Zuby Zabrikas. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> and then uh, we have Matt the Crip pushing buttons now live in Orlando, Kissimmee, more specific, we have uh, Mike Peverall joining us. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> joining us from... Uh, hey, guys. What do we say? Go Sports? Do we say Pev's Paintball? The unofficial headquarters of Modelo. Modelo uh, brand no. manager. Well, I like to think of myself as Go Sports, and obviously the history for me is Pev's Paintball for going on 26 years. Um so, I mean, you know, it's whatever whatever everyone else wants to say. I'm just happy to be here. To me, it's paintball, so it doesn't matter. So. All right. So you guys heard that. We can call him whatever we want. Yes, Nice. <laughs> so thank you for being on the show tonight. We're going to talk about World Cup in just a few minutes. we got lots of great stuff to get to. Uh, we also have a topic uh, that we're going to bring up as well that uh, we asked you guys on social media to check out. And uh, we're going to ask you guys now while you're logging in just to hit that like and share button for two reasons. One, so people know that we're live. Also, because uh, we still have stacks of these patches which we want to give away these are behind the bunker patches for all of your kit needs you can put them on your anywhere that you've got uh, your better velcro and uh all you got to do is hit that like and share button and the people that did it the last two weeks we're going to call their names out right now so francis roberge won uh, a patch as well as josh parks john adams and devin schwartz hooray look at that the schwartz was with him so, <laughs> so message us, and we will send out these patches uh, to use. Um, speaking of, uh, no, that's not the right name, so we'll move on. Um, so tonight, we got uh, Mag Fetish we'll get to. Matt, you can come over here for a second. We're going to get to some Mag Fetish uh, later on in the program. That's where you guys send Ooh. in your pictures of your Mag uh, Fed markers, so we'll show you Ooh. that. It is now official, by the way. All of our episodes are now on the Spotomatic. Or the Spotify, rather, what? Spotomatic. Did um, that just happen? It did. And you'll be honest with you, I don't know why it never got there before, but I sent a nicely worded email to them uh, this week, and within two days, it was all downloaded and, uh, or sorry, uploaded to their site. So, Fantastic. Awesome. Um, 
This picture came from Rampage, Richie Santos. He made this for us. Nice. Isn't that awesome? That's Love when people nice. do hand-drawn uh, stuff. And I do like the... the That's a great gnome. I do like the cord. I've never seen the cord. That's not part of our regular logo, but I do like that. It's you know what? Addition. I just had to look, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious, Clark? <laughs> <laughs> and there he is. You can see he has one of our uh, Behind the Bunker oh. patches right there. Nice. Very cool. Maybe um, it's a handbag. <laughs> yes, it could be. It's satchel. Like a, little, a little handbag. A BTB satchel. It, it, it's a puss. You gnome it is. And oh. then uh, Mountain oh. View Paintball posted this up, and I guess I know this existed, but I, I'm not sure that I did because I, I saw it and I went, wow, an olive green sniper. That's oh, pretty nice. nice. Have you guys seen them before? No. I've never yeah, seen an olive gr green. That is nicely I done. Get, I I've may seen get my resurrection the sand. Done. I, yeah, I might get my resurrection done. Wow. That's not stock, is it? Um, I think I like it is. I, I don't think so. I don't really? think so. Well, let's just dream that it is because I'd like to have one. Uh, this picture here comes to us from Battle Royale from Aaron <laughs> Dill Media. And uh, nothing weird about this picture until you actually <laughs> zoom in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I hate uh, Wolf. <laughs> I hate Wolf. He done did me dirty. And look at that. And I'm not really sure who he's checking out. And... Uh, he looks and, scared. And then uh, the people's eyebrow, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, the meme uh, started. <laughs> you know what? That is, not the awesome. that is not the first meme from that event that I've been a subject to. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Bastards. Screen cap that really? and uh, oh, yeah. post up. Oh, yeah. post I, up some I haven't memes. seen any. Um, couple things. Hey, Mike, <laughs> you sent in this picture here. I want to show a couple of these. We have uh, a little fellow here with his uh, his ribbon. Yes, that's my son Maverick. He just turned four uh, a couple weeks ago, and that's him at his uh, uh, the the uh, race for race for children, basically done by Children's National Hospital in Washington D.C. to help raise funds for a lot of different things. But he's running, and our group is specifically trying to raise funds for the very rare case of epilepsy that he has. It's called SCN8A, and it's a, it's basically it's the life threatening version of epilepsy. And so, um, yeah, so we we have a great team, great. Great friends, great people supporting. Nice. 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 And then with that, you sent me this picture here I want to show as well. Uh, these look like starting bunkers. Is that what I'm saying? That is correct. Um, November is um, is a national epilepsy month. So um, and the color for uh, epilepsy is purple. So it's purple ribbon. And uh, our buddy over at Arabs, Brent Davis, um, stepped up to the plate and said, you know what? Um I, I love the concept uh, that I proposed to him with about using the start bunkers and NXL has as accepted it as well. Um, so on the on the pro field, the whole week long, wow. um, all the games, those two start bunkers will be the start bunkers that the pro teams will start from um, uh, for all four days. And so I'm pretty excited about that because, you know, we're trying to represent and, and show, uh, show that paintball does have a heart as well. Nice. And the NXL stepped up to the plate to help support the foundation by allowing us to be on, be on the field. So very excited, but most importantly, uh, uh, thanks Brent and his crew out there to putting this together so quickly and making this happen. Um, I was so excited, you know. I, I told him my concept, and he sent me this picture and says, "How's this look?" And I'm thinking, "Oh my God, it just only took one try, and you already sold me on it." And I'm super stoked by that. So I'm um, I'm very pumped that uh, that Brent and his crew and family were able to pull this together yeah. for me, um, and we're, we're we're excited about what's going to happen. Brent, is there nothing he can't do? Oh, you. <laughs> yeah. See, I've tried proposing things to him, too, but he won't take my hand. From his thick welded seams to his stainless steel construction, proudly made in America. Oh, Brent Davis. If you could only do an APC. And then, Brent, we, we showed this. Brent teased us this last week. Um, yes. This is the Go Sports Tent. And then you sent me this. Is this Was this the, in the, within the last day or two? Yes, this, this was taken today at, on site at the pro field. And that's the setup we're using right now. And, you know, we've been using a normal white tent for a long time. And, you know, my biggest complaint was I hated not having the Ghost Sports branding. Didn't yeah. know how we're going to pull it together. But but Brent and I had a long talk in Chicago. And I said, you know, this is what I'm thinking. If I can if, – if, if you can make me a tent cover and walls to do this. But most importantly, the walls have to be a certain way. I, you know, I was very picky. You know, I wanted – I wanted mesh netting at the, at the bottom and the top so the air can circulate so my talent doesn't get too hot while they're sitting up there. And he says, you know what? I can do this. I totally can do this. And I said, so he came up. We measured, did some measurements. And next thing you know, boom, he, he ordered the tent, the same tent we have, the poles, the whole kit, and made it fit. And, and I, you know, I'll be honest with you, 
I really didn't have a lot of uh, confidence that it was going to get done in time for World Cup, so it was you know a short gap there. But but Brent just made it happen, and, and we were super stoked. The whole crew of Go Sports is super stoked, and we can't wait for everybody to see it this weekend. Yeah. See, I ordered a field from him just before you put that order in, and I'm still waiting for it. He said he had some other jobs, miscellaneous ones that just crept up. So maybe that's why my field is a, a week late. Well, I'm sure it had something to do with that. <laughs> and on top of that, it also had something to do with the ghost sports. I mean, and the motivated for Mav bunkers for my foundation. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be good to see that. I wonder if I wonder if that'll show up on the uh, on the live broadcast when you guys are uh, when the pro field starting starting with that. That'd don't be awesome. forget what Brett mentioned earlier. When you order an entire field made out of poo emojis, it takes longer. Mm. <laughs> yes, that's it smells true. Fantastic. Yeah. That's yeah, when true. you say you hope that you're going to see it on on the show, what, you mean the bunkers or the tent? Uh, well, the bunkers for sure, because I don't. We don't really don't see the tent on the show. Yeah, well, I didn't, that's why I'm asking. I didn't know where you're going with it. <laughs> Unless a tripod gets knocked over. But I will tell you this: both are going to be shown in the show because we plan to show Brent some love and Arab some love because I think you know they did a great job pulling this together for us. Um, uh, you know, very professional. So we want to make sure we give him some love during the event. And yes, they, the bunkers will be on the show. Um, and Maddie Marshall plans to have some conversations about it. Uh, same thing with the purple shirts. Motivated for Mav, purple shirts. We're going to do a purple out while we're at the event. Hopefully get a lot of people in the stands wearing purple shirts saying motivated yeah. for Mav. Nice. And on top of that, we have some hopper stickers. And several of the pro teams have already come to us and said, hey, give us the hopper stickers. We'll put them on the hopper. And basically we're trying to show some unity, um, some family support, and that the NXL basically is paintball guys is, hey, we got something we're doing here, and it's a good, yeah. good cause. Sorry, I thought they were showing some nudity. I lost. I went off the beat there. Um, you should have had your Go Sports shirts done in purple. Well, you know, it is on the back. I mean, <laughs> if I turned around, I mean, you could see it. But, you know, at the end of the day, what we're really trying to do here is is, is point in one direction, not necessarily yep. about Go Sports. Because Go Sports were going to be there. But Go Sports was, was, was one of our main, main sponsors for the foundation and the shirts as well. So, you know. Shout out to them that they believe in the fact the same thing. They not you know they, they support me. They support what what I'm doing, and they also support the fact that my son is um you know in this very rare category of less than 200 kids in the world identified with this very rare disease. It's a form of epilepsy that's life threatening. And the fact that the Go Sports has been a great partner along with GI Sports, it it it, it it's great that uh, you know to have them. And then on top of that, to have air ups immediately. I mean, Brent, I didn't have to say anything, but hey, could you do this? And he says, hey, have it done. And, yeah. and that, that's how great that was. No, that's cool. Yes, the bed was missing this whole time. I can't get over there to turn it on. So this is going to be what it is. I don't know if you guys can hear that at home or not. Yes. But. <laughs> I just like the look on Gavin and Joe's face when it started. Well, I'm thinking, you know what? Pev's going into some a really deep story about how the industry gets behind and supports him and his cause. And all of a sudden, you, you, you play Axel F and you ruin it, right? It's like... Yeah. I, 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 I thought that maybe you were just trying to screw with me. Now, so it's okay. No, now let's, no, let's just, get one thing straight. <laughs> Nobody watches this show for the timing. Okay? <laughs> no, they certainly do not. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, speaking of timing, we're not there yet, but guess what we get to do tonight? What? Mail time. Is it my Pony Express? Like, Mail time. You guys hear that, too? It is. It's because my silly bet is going on right now. So we'll fix that. Um, but before we do that, a couple more things. While we're talking Brent, these are going to be available at the World Cup. These are some uh, barrel socks made out of bunker material of the Angel Angel Air went, Ops Angels. There. <laughs> I also yes, I had a little uh, had a little stroke there. Um, so if you guys uh, would like to purchase these, they are going to be available at the Air Ops tent this week did i, I show you one that has brent on it <laughs> yeah, they're sold out already That's what i'm looking for <laughs> did i show you guys this last week no okay so this is a company that elon musk started as a little offshoot the boring company yeah, yeah, yeah. the boring company it's not a not a flamethrower it's right? it's yeah the boring company and right on the right on all their marketing says not a flamethrower this is the box that it comes in not a flamethrower for recreational use only because yeah, it's because it's illegal to sell flamethrowers so it's not a flamethrower it is so here's a little close-up of it this is the uh the gun itself um and it's made up of basically this um surrounded by a, an air airsoft gun shell and it's uh, for heating up asphalt when you're laying roofing tiles and stuff. So yeah, they're called dragon torches. Um, also, because they can't ship it with a propane cylinder, this is what comes in the uh, the mail. You actually get a five dollar <laughs> bill taped inside with a letter <laughs> apologizing. Awesome. So good for Elon Musk. And then um, so this is part of their 
They are sold out. Yeah, you can't find them. Do you know how much and they that's are? That's the only run they had. It was six hundred, wasn't it? Uh yeah, it was like five hundred and change. So you're right, about six hundred bucks. Now, what did they do before the flamethrower though? They did something else. They put out two products. They do limited runs of everything. One was a yeah. one was not a flamethrower, and the other one was not a suicide I kit. I don't now know. I, look it up. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so there you go. A couple things in the news I wanted to show you guys before we move on. So, Mike, we've got you uh, live in studio tonight. So you are coming to us from Kissimmee already. You guys are down there. How's the event looking? Actually, it's quite amazing right now. And uh, I, I hats off to the guys batting this crew from uh, the NXL for uh, basically not only designing but building such an amazing event. If, if I was going to bring in some non-endemic sponsors right now, you know, non-endemic sponsors that don't already involve in paintball and i wanted to showcase paintball right now this would be the event i would do it at because they've they've made this site look amazing I, I was so excited to see it i felt like the old days of paintball where it just it was huge it was you know it, it had a certain vibe to it so i'm i'm hoping when all the players get here they can carry on that vibe and you know make it an all-day thing not not peel out soon they get done playing um, uh, kind of recreate, you know, what way paintball used to be in the past, and then they have a mounds field, so which is pretty cool. I like mounds. Uh, me too. Yeah. Well, why the they put side. coconut in them? That's not the kind of mound I'm talking about. <laughs> it's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I guess you could put coconut. But anyway, um, how many? Do you know how many teams are registered, Mike? Here's the problem. It's like <laughs> 10, ten <laughs> men guys who are also playing five man. But I mean, it's an it's almost pushing 400 teams. I mean, it's wow. insane. I mean, it's just it's just wow. crazy. I mean, if you look at the number of fields, it's mind blowing. Um, it, it it's just a monumental event. And and you know, and I'm not trying to talk about you know politics right now in the United States, but but you know, you think about you know they keep talking about how the you know the economy is growing and everything else. But right now, paintballs paintball on the on the team side is just mind-blowing when you compare that to what's happening because remember tomorrow's election day in the united states okay yes so you know their election for you know uh senators house representatives governors and so forth but at the same time i mean uh, it just it, it's a good feeling to see these number of teams who are out who are, who are coming to the event right now would you say the event is huge it'll be bigly uh, it's definitely Bigly. Kevin, we've already talked about Bigly earlier, and I don't think we should do that live right now, but anyhow. Uh, the word you're looking for is embiggins. No, oh, that's embiggin. what Gavin was looking at. He had a weird no. stare on that photo that he had, and he was looking off to the side. Wolf must have showed him a picture of me on his phone, and all of a sudden, boom. Now, and how Wolf has that picture, Alan. <laughs> now, Pev, you're, Pev, you're from outside of Washington. Aren't you from Fairfax County? Is that right? Well, actually, uh, Loudoun County. Yeah. It's, uh, now, uh, we're looking for an address. Now, it, it was released today that um, Am that area, is that the area that Amazon's looking to put the, their second headquarters in? Is that in, is that around you? That is correct, yes. It's very close, actually. Very close. Nice. Yeah. So that's good or bad. Yeah. That's potentially 50,000 more jobs and all the spinoffs. So that's that's decent for your local economy. Oh, 100%. It just means I'm going to get my shit even quicker. Because I'm going to tell you, I, I already ordered it today and it comes tomorrow. So does that mean if I ordered it today, it comes in the afternoon? I have no clue, but it's, it's happening. I wonder if you would qualify for the drone shipping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I Amazon is like my new favorite thing. I've like... I, I've been trying to sell it to Joe because I needed to go to Home Depot for some supplies for the next day of work that I needed to put, to build some things. And I said, screw it. I don't have time to go to Home Depot. I ordered on Amazon, got the same pricing, and it arrived at my house. Yeah, I didn't you, even have to go to Home Depot. And you own a paintball store too, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Fine. But as you <laughs> go can Amazon. see, but I will tell you, brick and mortar <laughs> is having a super fast death right now. We have a brick and mortar store, and the only sales we get is when people are there physically. You're not getting people driving anymore. Um, unless they're playing at our field, they're not buying anything, which is terrible. Yeah, I'm the same way with you. I mean, there's, it, you know, we've seen all these teams show up at the event, but I mean, on the retail side, it's very odd. Um, I think they, they like the rant and then they'll be done with it, but it's, it, you know, Hey, I'm definitely not a millennial. You know, you can tell by this, you know, white strips I have on both yes. sides of my head. Wisdom that, highlights. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, these guys are a different breed. I haven't quite 100% figured them out. I think they're like, hey, why do I got to buy this stuff? I'll just rent it and use yeah. it once or twice, right? Exactly. You know, well, who's trying to tell us case. that? That the millennials are all about 
they just experiences. Want experiences. Yes. They don't want to have possessions. They just want experiences. And it's that Instagram mentality so that they can show that they went and did something. But they don't want to buy a paintball marker because they just want to go and have that picture and then move on to the next thing. But research shows that uh, it leads to longer term happiness versus acquisition of goods. Experiences are what make people. Says a guy happy. who doesn't have as much stuff as I do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I'm happy. Look at me. <laughs> just happy. Yeah. Uh, but but if you think about it, think about what like NBA. The NBA is looking at re, um, um, shorting the games, and the reason why they want to shorten the games is because the millennials. They said the millennials don't want to watch the whole game anymore because it's too long. So Big now they're like, yeah, it, oh yeah. my god, yes. I mean, so at the end of the day, when you have a, a, a national fran sports league that has franchises looking at changing their their how long the games are because they're worried about the millennial generation and how long they're going to watch. I mean, right there, that, that sends you a yeah. signal that you should be seeing it's a flare. It's not a smoke signal, it's a goddamn flare. And speaking of that, you just caught my attention on something you said there, because I've been hearing some people talk in the industry, and it could just be talk, but NXL format right now has been the same way for the last year or two. Is there something coming down the pipeline? Is there any changes coming that you've heard of? Oh, where'd he go? Oh, there he is. It's quiet. He lost his oh, signal, right? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking a sip. All right. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I just. I, All right. So <laughs> you, right. Kind of, you you just touched on something like, you know, with so, the whole millennial thing is. A, a, a little aside then. So, yeah, yeah. Pev, what killed the. Uh, Radio star? The MPPL. What killed that? The PSP. PSP. Okay. What killed PSP? Uh, I'm trying to get you there, buddy. Richmond Italian. Okay. okay. I mean, here, let, let, let's go with here. All right. The MPPL had one attitude, which was okay. We're going to make the event. We're going to slow down the rate of fire. We're going to make the gun slower. We're going to go back to capture the flag, make make the game seven man on seven on seven, make it more exciting. But unfortunately, then, you know, at the time, PSP, Dave Youngblood offered a great deal to uh, Bart Yakimek and says, hey, come over and um, come over and play the PSP. You know, I'll get in trouble for this tomorrow, and I don't give a damn because I speak my mind. But at the end of the day, you know, it's like, hey, if you don't play in the, if you want to play in the PSP, get rid of the MPPL, and your guys are going to jump ship if you don't. And sure enough, that's what happened. So now the PSP happened. Well, then the PSP happened. Well, then basically they didn't really care about about what everyone else was saying. And then Richmond Italia said, hey, screw this. We can sit there and, and re remake paintball popular again on the X-Ball side because this is what we're going to do. And then he created the NXL with a group of other people and says, this is what we're going to do. Um, I mean, it was a great idea and great concept. Again, the problem goes back to the dealers. The dealers have been saying since, since 2009, the rate of fire is too fast. No one's having fun anymore. At the paintball field, people are intimidated by it. We need yeah. to go back to what made everybody excited to play paintball, which was what? Capture the flag, exciting games, even yeah. mechanical side. And look at Tim Montressor. I mean, you know, he pushed hard to get the Iron City Classic to come back and do the mounds field and mechanical division, and it became a huge success immediately. So, so now Tom Cole, being the president of the NXL, says, look, you know what, I see this. I'm a former guy that, you know, from bad company days, he played with me. We were, you know, we were we played on the same team together. The excitement is not quite there anymore unless you've got these guys who come out with Gatling guns that shoot so damn fast that it's not really, doesn't make any sense. The whole thrill of why people played paintball was that capture the flag. So now, yes, I know Tom is trying to, um, is trying to basically say, hey, let's look at another format. Even if we consider doing two formats or whatnot, but definitely the NXL is definitely looking at what we're going to do to revise paintball and reinvigorate the paintball population. And that is thinking about what paintball players want. Yeah. Well, that, that's where we are with that. Yeah. No, and I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I just I did. There's been a lot of just a lot of hearsay going around, and I'm I'm always up for change. I always think, you know, when I first hear it, I kind of ho hum. But the, the more I think about it, when it's a good change, it gets you excited, and that's what we need is to to you know to keep pushing this sport forward, getting people excited again. And the, um, the NXL needs to have the mounds field for the mechanical division, then to get truly different blood down to the World Cup of Paintball and the NXL events. They need to have a mag-fed division, and they set up a field that's about the size of a speedball field, but it's a, it's 
It's using wall sections, not inflatable walls, but wall sections that they can put up that is a mirrored image, just like a speedball field, but it's a tactical field. It's got maybe a car in the middle. It's got some barrels in the middle, and it's got some wall sections in a building. And both teams, five-man teams, battle back and forth for superiority. Maybe they don't capture the flag, but they put a bomb in the other team's car to blow it up. That's what they need. That would get more people at all these events and increase spectatorship. Uh, and you're right. I mean, there's. I think even the other step is, is remember, we, we went on a progress to shorten fields and make them smaller because we wanted to fit more fields and make the games faster to run more teams because it was cost effective. But at the end of the day, the cost effective basically cost us a lot of money because teams left because we got rid of a lot of the people who wanted to play. Yeah. So now the problem is I think the fields need to be bigger again. I mean, I mean, think about it. We need to go back to a 10 man size field, which wasn't, which wasn't, you know, less than 200 feet long. If you remember, a 10 man field was, you know, pushing 300 feet long. It made the game a little bit more methodical. And then also you think about some of the other games that people play on a recreational side. Even paintball parks like myself, I thought, hey, I'm just gonna have a bunch of small fields because I'm running birthday parties. But what I realized that I didn't have any big fields anymore. So now I had to add big fields because I have those recreational players who says, look, I'm, I'm not a birthday party. I'm a guy who totes my own paintball gun. You know, I buy all my own equipment. I'm out here to play, but I need, I, I want the adventure. And so we needed to go to paint, bigger paintball fields for them. So now we have bigger game fields for some, and we have smaller game fields for like private birthday parties. Cause that's the, that's unfortunately there's a trick there because you have the, the birthday parties that show up with eight kids, 10 kids. And they're like, Hey, I don't want to play with anyone else. I want a private party. Well, the only way to do that is really do that on a small field. So yeah. it, it's how you play it out. Well, whatever you, whatever's decided, from a field owner standpoint, you also have to be careful. You know, when you talk about embiggening playing fields, I won't. I mean, I've already changed my field from the last to this, and I've purchased turf and it's fitted right. If you go and increase field size, you say fitted right. Fitted right. <laughs> fitted if right. you no, but seriously, if you if you change it dramatically, you're gonna have a lot of people not being able to play at the local field level which is going to hurt your series dramatically at the high end. It won't matter because they'll travel to where they have these fields, but it's like, here's another point. You know, um, someone was trying to tell me, you know, NXL is talking about not doing field releases. Okay. Well, that sounds good in principle, but think about all the people that go to, you know, the local field to practice that takes food off that field owner's plate because you no longer have the ability to practice the field layout or have a real excuse to practice. So whatever's being decided, if, if, if in fact anything is being decided, it'd be, you know. I, I think, yeah, we, we, you know, we rely on the speedball guys coming out two to three weeks before an event to practice on that particular layout. I think it's, you know, the, the NFL and, and, and NBA, they don't, you know, the, the field is rectangular. They practice different plays. They use the same size field all the time, but. You know, their oh, plays are always different. We talked about it last week, too. It's, it's not like you go to – it's not like you're driving a NASCAR and all of a sudden, you know, at two days before the event, they pull a, a, a track out of the hat and just go, oh, we're at the Brickyard next week. Now it's got a right turn. Everybody meet there. Like, no. <laughs> it's round. It's, it's round. Stupid. It's not like <laughs> yeah. you play hockey and it's like, oh, uh, by the way, uh, tomorrow we're using uh, Olympic size ice. Yeah. Like, we're going to no, throw a curveball out there. Instead of being but, round, it's going to be an oval track. But but you say that, though, Zuby, and here's the problem. Yes, you're right. They talk about how, okay, well, the round track. But the problem is it's one 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 driver competing for himself as opposed to a paintball field where we have five on five and you're, you're trying to see 10 people play the game. For Remember, it's, any other sport, it's always about one person or a team falling one ball. Now we have the opposite. We have paintball, which we have could have 10 guys on the field, five on five, and all five people could be the players in the game that make something happen. So the problem with that that means that that objective it doesn't really work the complete same way which i agree with what you're saying but so the best way to mix it up so that the, the the games don't become these games that are just like the guys who come in with a hot knife slicing through butter it's you make the field unpredictable and not know what's going to happen if you remember back in the day paintball guys used to show up on thursday and spend all day walking the fields learning the fields because it was a new field and then when they got out there on the first day, even the best pro teams could drop a game or two because they didn't have it dialed in. They didn't get it dialed in until they made it till Saturday evening or, or Sunday. And so that was the, what the competition was exciting. So to me, as a former pro player who did that, it was it was a rush to sit there and show up at a game and say, man, I have no idea 
what my move's going to be. Now, if the predetermined, here, hey, here's the field, here's your plan, this is what you're going to do, we already know what's going to happen, this is how you're going to play the game, and, and how you can play your side of the field. And so, I, I agree with you, and as a field owner, I don't want to lose those guys who come out early, I just don't know how to blend it, blend the two together, which is being, okay, yeah. well maybe it's four different layouts, and you show four different layouts, and the teams can practice four different layouts at a paintball yeah. field. And when they show up for the event, then then basically the one draws, and the guys walk the field to determine which one. I don't know. Yeah. The other the other pro and con to having a, re- a field release, the pro would be that you get that extra business. The con is now a lot of people don't get this, but I have to then deflate my bunkers, unpeg them, regrid up my field, reset them up, and that's a day for two or three people to do. You know that's yeah. a lot of work as well. So on the con side, but that was paintball. That's 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 not a bad idea either. But the field the field size. Think of how many fields across North America you'd be affecting if you change that field layout, and made it bigger, or change the shape. A lot of guys cut trees down. A lot of guys built their field around the the the, the size. So that's something that the NXL, if they're considering this, would have to be very ca- cautious of. Um, and, and and I agree with you 100 percent on that. My only problem with this is the fact that paintball that's the way it was before when we had twice as many people playing now we have half the people playing because we wanted to make it simple so let's look at the cost associated if i can double my customers at a paintball field it's worth it to me to have a day where a guy is going to rearrange the paintball field because my margin's a lot better if i if i want to be half the people then yes i'm going to cut my costs you know great make it this way but but i i want to go back to what paintball was before where it was a challenge it was it was it was exciting to not know what you were going to go into, I mean, and, and make the, that part of the adventure. Because that's really what Capture the Flag was, you know, back in the early 80s, which was you went out on a piece of property, you had no idea what the field layout was. You went out in the woods and you tried to find somebody. Yeah, Jeff Sanders in the live chat says one out of 100 guys are tournament players as well, which is true. There is a, there is a large portion of gun owners out there that could very well get into something uh, at a competitive level, that's not necessarily NXL format right now. So, let me ask this question: um, Where did the mentality come from that if you're going to practice as a speedball team on a certain layout, where did the mentality come from that the field already had to be laid out for you? Huh? Why are these guys not showing up? going guys here's the field layout for this weekend let's measure it all out let's set the bunkers up inflate them and then practice because they're paying customers it's not a private piece of land that they're okay paying customers all i ever hear is we don't make enough money yeah exactly they don't especially that here you go you cater to tournament players who don't want to pay anything they get the paint at the cheapest price i mean i was one of those guys and they don't want to pay an entry fee they want to say hey i play at your field so you should be thankful that i'm here so i mean at the end of the day it's like we're catering to the wrong people yeah i agree to that you know so we need to make it exciting hey before i forget anything I, I see Paul Dagnino's online. I want to say special shout out to Paul, a great supporter of the Motivated for Mav Foundation. He's been there every year that we've been doing this. Thanks, Paul, for all your support and your family support. Uh, and I hope to see you again soon because I know you know we haven't crossed paths in a while. But you know, shout right, out well, to Paul. We're, we're giving shout outs to anyone in the live chat. I'm going to give a shout out to Ryan Wilson. Uh, oh, beat yeah. it, deadbeat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you were picking on someone in the chat. I can do the same thing. In Florida right now, right? Yeah. Uh, Ryan's probably down in the Florida getting ready to uh, to referee some NXL, I'm sure. Absolutely. He actually watches this show? What? Who doesn't watch this show? He I must think be is what in Matt's, Guantanamo right Matt's, now. Yeah. <laughs> I think most, most of us here don't watch obviously, this show. <laughs> obviously, Ryan Wilson has been detained by the Florida Correctional Services <laughs> and is in a holding cell, and this is what uh, they put in there to, to kind of punish him. He's <laughs> at the border for, to his, crack pot, him. for his pot yeah. use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Nah. So, all right. But to go back to your comment, though, Joe and and Todd, that you know, I I, I understand as field owners, you're like, hey, I like to have that business. These guys, they're going to come out and practice. It's it, we're we're on a weird line right now, trying to understand which one's better. Right. Um, and and I'm with you. But like, I love the guys want to come out and practice for three weeks. I don't want to lose those guys. But at the same time, they still got to practice. They're going to have to practice no matter what. They're going to practice yeah. whether it's one format or zero format. They're going to practice. So. But if, you, but if you could bring in, if you could honestly attract that player that has his own gun that's not that doesn't 
have tournament experience that wants to come out fresh and new, that would be an untapped market and that would grow the sport leaps and bounds. Or at least what it would do is it would get them away from playing with the average rental group and now trying to do some more fun things. Um, the only question is format, field size, shapes of bunkers or what type of bunkers and what type of play and what type of scenarios you would do. That's a, that's a, there's a lot of loaded questions sitting there. A hundred percent. And, 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 and that's, that's for us as an industry, they're going to have to try to figure yeah. things out. And could we even get rid of the poison that is been ramping, you know, because um, <laughs> you know what you get? You know, you can have mechanical markers, but then you've got the bounce and you can have electric markers that don't have fully auto. But some of those guys can really get those semi-auto guns firing super fast. Um, didn't didn't Virtue or somebody, where were we? We were at, um, not, um, it was Tadeo. Tadeo had a board that they were ready to release that everyone, it was exactly the yeah. same board and all these markers and it limited the number of shots and everything. Have you, uh, you know what they should have done? They totally lost an opportunity. They could have... <laughs> Can you do something about that? Cat, <laughs> the fluff box. I, I can't. Uh, I think they totally missed out an opportunity. Could you imagine uh, <laughs> allowing ramping, but doing something like starting off every game at eight balls a second, and every thirty seconds it goes up one? <laughs> so off the break, everybody's shooting eight, and then thirty seconds later it's nine. I would actually like to see 10, it drop and though. then seven, twelve. <laughs> Because at the beginning is when you really want your ramping so that you can do some laying. But near the but end, that's when you are end, low on paint. What about yeah. in the beginning, you stumble out of a tree, you fall down a rocky cliff, you wade chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog, then you realize you're surrounded. It's party time. You own a Tipman now. Combine Tipman, Empire, JT, and you get the world's largest distributor of everything, sport, paintball, GI sports. Did you just say distributor? No, I, I, said, I, no I said disenlarging. <laughs> Uh, what about Planet Eclipse, guys? The creator of Intelli uh, incredible tournament paintball markers, soft goods, and gear. The winningest paintball markers in the industry. One of our favorite companies here uh, with some of the best quality uh, paintball gear on the market. Check them out, guys. Planet Eclipse. And if Clips doesn't have what you're looking for, why not push yourself on over to Push? <laughs> the creators of some of the most well-thought-out products in the industry, from goggles to gear haulers, you need to get their gear in your hands to see the quality and the genius of their product. Ask for them at your local shop or store. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sarah Angler is saying, if anyone else is getting bored of listening to Speedball stuff, you know, we don't typically talk about all speedball but we do have uh we got on a good rant there and we will change Thanks, it up Eric. in just a second here uh, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, eric, that's eric jr <laughs> um speaking of non-speedball stuff what about enola gay guys they're the leader uh in the manufacturing of smoke grenades thunder flash airsoft and paintball grenades used for theater film photography and of course paintball ask for enola gay by name if you guys have ever had a smoke grenade or a paint grenade from these guys you know why they're awesome yeah they rock i've got one <laughs> born, born from your ideas born to help perform before we made the difference we made the decision to listen from aggressive tread to to speed lacing all type boots provide a flexible design using abrasion and scuff resistant waterproof materials the technology the exceptional appearance and confirming testimonies of these superior boots are vast take a look and see for yourself that was ruthless, Joe. Ruthless, like ruthless paintball products that caters to both professional players and weekend warriors by designing new playing apparel at an unbelievably low cost. They have set a new level of manufacturing standard for the sport. They are 100% made by players for players aiming to perfect today's perfect playing apparel. And now, for a limited time only, you can head over to their website and use their code BTB15 for 15% off all of their goods. Ruthless paintball products. Boom. All right. What about uh, Exalt, guys? Exalt, more than just swabs and pads, they are a way of life. Available at discerning retailers, fields, shops, and shows. If you want something for your paintball kit and no one else has it, check out Exalt for all of those great things. Um, all right. Well, yeah. why don't we move on? Mike, if you don't mind, we're going to change uh, change the yeah. gears here real quick. Hey, I'm good um, with that. Just as long as I get one more plug-in for the Motivated for Mav Foundation. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Plug away. I, I, I mean, it's very important to me. It's close to my heart because everyone knows that's my son. Um, um, Maverick was born with a very rare form of epilepsy that's uh, less than 200 kids in the world have been diagnosed with. It's life-threatening. Um, of the 200 kids that have it, 
I mean, there's less than just under 25 have died because of it. Um, so it's very important to find the right right research and medicine for it. So I'm glad that everyone's giving me this soapbox to sit there and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm trying to do what I can to, to create awareness. So uh, thank you very much. And thank you for supporting uh, the foundation. All right. So, Pev, where can we find more information on Motivator from Mav? Uh, you can go to the number four and then MAV, and M as in, you know, Maverick, MAV.org. And that'll take you to a website that uh, lets you know a little bit more about it. And then you can basically, click, if you're interested in donating to the research fund, this is a it is a true 501c3 charity. We don't ever see the money at our end. It's all strictly goes to the foundation that controls it. And it goes to research to further research and help these less than 200 kids in the world who are suffering from this. Because remember, it's so small. There's not much effort put in the research because it's based on the numbers. All right. One more time, that website. Uh, 4mav.org. So the number four, the letter M as in Mav, A as in Apple, V as in Victor, dot O-R-G, org. Wonderful. Cool. Anybody who's watching today who's hit like and share, make sure you hit that website as well uh, to get yourself some more information and maybe you can help out as well. Very good. Uh, All right. Paul, Paul, one more thing for Pev. Paul said, Pev, tell them what BYPO, BYOP has done to player participation. It's it's a it's a tough one because you know you're right. I mean, the paintball field has a paintball field that they got to survive to sit there. They're the ones that are you know paying the taxes on the property. They're the ones that are providing the infrastructure. They're creating the games. And so you know everyone else is going to turn around and complain and says, hey, I don't want to pay a high entry fee. So so what they you know the, the bring your own paint thing is is created a problem because they don't understand that we have to provide. We, we, we're making a little money off the paint as well because we got to pay our bills so we can provide this environment, this great attraction as we want to call it, where people want to travel and play at our paintball park. So it's definitely created an issue that scorns some people want to go play other places, but typically those fields that you go with, you bring your own paint, aren't insured. They're not, they're, they're, they're not doing the infrastructure upkeep and everything else because insurance is not cheap in paintball. It's, no. it's one of the most no, expensive pieces. Yeah, yeah we, we, don't, we don't allow BYOP and we discourage, we, we, you know, if someone wants to BYOP, there's there's other other hovels they can go to in now, BYOP. Now, I, under, I understand why uh, insurance is really high in paintball, but it, I wonder if there's anything we can do as an industry and as players to help change that. Because st statistically yeah, speaking, absolutely. paintball is one of the safest absolutely. sports Keep in the world. Keep your goggles on. That's the first thing they can do. Yeah. You know how many you? Here's my biggest. Here's the problem I have millennials right now, and I love millennials, okay. But the problem is because I have kids that are in millennials, okay. I have my my oldest is is 24. Here's my problem: is that when we tell you to keep your goggles on, keep them on. Don't cry about it. Just keep them on because you you were only born with two eyes. We don't want you to lose an eyeball. The, the biggest the biggest file against complaint against the insurance industry for paintball is eye injuries. Why? Because somebody is stupid enough to take their goggles off on a live field because they I, I don't like know because they're, they're stupid. Their parents yeah. said it would be okay. Yeah. Oh, oh little it's John. Okay, honey, I don't care what the rules say, sweetheart. If you want to do what you want to do, if it makes you feel my, uncomfortable, you're my little boy, and I, I want you to do it. You you're want special. to do. My little Johnny yeah. had an ounce of fogging in his mask. <laughs> Unacceptable. Yeah. I'm going to take Mike's previous statement there, and I'm going to single it out and make it my own motivational tape, <laughs> and just play that in my cassette every, every morning I'm on my way to work. Every morning he's going to pop the eight track in. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we move on? We got a couple more things to get to here. Yeah, let's um, talk some other cool stuff like Scenario, Greg Hastings, I mean, Wolf, I mean, all this cool, exciting stuff. Well, that's right. And it's also mail time, guys. Before we get into mail time, mail. Uh, I had a, a letter here. I was going to put it to mail time, but it's not really a question, although I could raise my inflection at the end of the sentence. Sure. But this comes from Robert Rains. He says, uh, if you guys were to do a, a non-paintball-related show, I'd personally listen just to see how long it takes you guys to get derailed and actually talk about paintball again. But seriously, though, I would be happy, <laughs> and I would check it out. Uh, probably a podcast that I would listen to. Um, you know, we, we could do a, a non-paintball podcast, and the only thing we talk about for two straight hours is paintball. <laughs> paintball. We were talking last week on uh, the podcast Extra Um you know, if we, we we've been talking about having, we want to do something, uh, another sort of podcast while the while this thing sits here, um, and we asked if you guys uh, would do that. A lot of you guys have reached out and said we'd love to have something, but 
we just don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, give us ideas. We talk about nachos. Come on. Yeah. Nacho hour. We can do an entire show of old stuff we found at old Korean convenience stores. <laughs> yes. We can just do months on that. And mindlessly consume these stupid things. Does that include the lotion in the bottle you put on the tip and it numbs everything? Yeah, sure. <laughs> why not? With the, oh, with, the why not? with the fermented eggs and stuff. <laughs> nice. All yeah, right. The pickled eggs have been on the counter for nine years. <laughs> yes. Who, who told so, you to put the bomb on? <laughs> Jackie. No, no, no. Oh. You're really pushing that. All right. The yeah, third time the I'm jar. trying to figure out to get it, why it's not working uh, properly. But there we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is mail time, the time where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you have sent in. Uh, the sack. sack the sack is a little yeah. empty, uh, so there may be some Ooh. premature ripping that happened night. earlier. I thought uh, it was no, not November. <laughs> I have five kids. My sack's never empty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't get uh, the Santa. Th this segment brought to you by Pam's oh. Nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, first question comes to us from... Gilbert Benjamin, and he wants to know, can you wear a mesh guard and goggles while paint, playing paintball? Oh, can I answer this one? No, yeah, go ahead, <laughs> then I'll answer it. Hard no. Yeah, because you're altering the ASTM rating of the paintball mask. And, what and about Tipman's new That's an air, airsoft. It's mask. airsoft only. It's I, I think a paintball could pen it, could cause that mesh to to, to shatter, and it would you could get cut from that. No, you're you're changing the STM standard for the mask. Special uh, mesh goggles are specially designed for paintball, so that when the paintball hits near your eye, it shreds the paintball in small enough pieces that your eye doctor have a really hard time taking them out of your retina. Mm. <laughs> well, that's positive. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I always do what I can. Positive spin. Yeah, but if you look, there's there's lots of pictures you look around that guys are playing in scenario and milsim games and magfed games, and they're wearing an airsoft or a tactical rated goggle and a wire mask. That that's not. That's not safe. That's not approved for anything other you than see some pictures some out there. Guys, the safety glasses. Yeah, on. not for a paintball or milsim. But that, it's not realistic. It's not operator. The, the feel, Let me tie up my feel, lug boots. The field like all the owner, armies in the, the world referee, use lug boots. Yeah. The referee, the field owner, any player should say, "Hey, hard no, guys," because yeah. someone's going to get injured and it's just going to ruin it. Did your mom drop you off to war this morning? <laughs> no, I didn't think so. Shane free at in the, the live chat at the park and ride. <laughs> Shane free in the live chat. Like Zuby's answer, he says, "Hard no, love that." answer but if you would have let zuby speak for a little bit more he would have said sort yourself out yeah sort yourselves out you know what i mean i have ketchup chips on that shithole <laughs> is it ketchup or all dressed all dressed yeah. no sorry all dressed chips in that shithole yeah, right. all right next question comes to us from bill foot he says hey todd great show again tonight um well he's living in the future uh, we briefly met at Super Game 50 at Oregon. Super Game, Super Game, Super Game. A couple of years ago, and he really hoped it would be back again for 2019. Uh, so he was just wondering, where can he buy some BTB Velcro patches for his entire paintball team? Uh, the Trolls paintball here in Newfoundland and Labrador. Shout out to Trolls! Hey, I remember those guys. Yeah. That all came from Newfoundland to come all the way down to Super Game. So yep. it says quite a few of the members coast. of the yeah. team watch the show, and he needs about 10 to 15 patches, so how can you hook him up? Ty and I were walking around Super take Game some, like we, we came the farthest from Canada, and then some guy was like, "Oh, there's some dudes here from Newfoundland." And we're like, yeah. "What?" Send me a, send me an email, and take um, some with you. we can send them there for cheap. Maybe what we'll yeah. well, here's what I was well, going to do. The post office is on strike, so it might take five years for them yeah, to yeah. get there, though. E email us at show at behindthebunker.com, and we'll uh, we'll see if we can hook you guys up with something. Even if uh, you guys just pay for the ship, and we'll send you guys out some free patches. And if you guys would like to win some of these patches, we have uh, a handful of these left. All you got to do is like and share this program uh, while we're live here or even in Rewind, because next week we go through all the list, and uh, we randomize it and pick up a, a couple of names, and we drew from that, just like these four. That one this week, Francis Roberts, Josh Parks, John Adams, and Devin Schwartz. So thank you guys for participating. I think Parks is already in the chat for him looking for his. Oh, well, he can keep looking. Just send me a message and we'll chat over the Facebooks. They're, and, uh, they're right here, Josh. Just yeah, come pick them up. Just reach through your screen. Right there. They're a little small. They're on the edge of the board. <sighs> All right. This is a question that maybe the panel or cast can't. Uh, answer, but anybody in the chat forum who knows can post up. It's hey BTP, still listening from episodes way back, and just finished the podcast 209, and not sure about the actual episode, but you need to laugh or he needs to laugh at this. Uh, Todd was fairly sick during one of the episodes, and his voice kept breaking into a high pitch 
as if he was the teenage again, or teenager again, the pimply face character from The Simpsons. What <laughs> podcast episode was that? Does anybody know? Uh, I'm no. not sure. <laughs> yes. There was a there was a time where I was really sick that one week, and I do remember that, but that was a long time ago. I get. What That's are we at? We're catalog. at 253 right now. That was last year, at least. Yeah, I would say. You know what you're best to do in case you've missed it? Just go back and re-listen to all of them. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, we are the most downloaded paintball podcast ever. Uh, so thank you guys for joining us for all of that. And if you guys are wondering where to get this podcast, you guys can get it from iTunes, Google Play, Podomatic, TuneIn, now Spotify. Anywhere that you get your better podcast from, all you guys got to do is put that in there. All right. Maybe two more questions before I cinch up my sack. Uh, the next one comes to us from Felon Cal Clemmer. He wants to know, do you like the M500 or M800 or the unlimited paint format better? I, I don't really prefer any of those formats. I don't like unlimited paint for me. If you're going to play, let's just do it. Um, at today's current genre that we're playing right now i don't know i think it's fine the way it is um i don't know limited paint what do you guys think i i don't i don't watch a lot of the european stuff just because by the time i get up in the morning it's usually already over well i mean pev's been there several times I'm yeah sure what do you have. think pev well, well i enjoy watching the games where guys are picking balls off the ground and they're trying to because they're out of paint and it makes it oh, makes i thought they're just old guys yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, so, some guys they, they they drag against their knees. You're right. But anyhow, I, I mean, at the end of the day, when you watch these guys and they're they're out there playing and they're out of paint and they're picking the balls up the ground to stay alive to make the game happen. And I've seen some one on ones happen that way, where there's only one guy on each team left and they're both picking paintballs up the ground. And I it, it kind of adds some excitement to it as opposed to the guys who just have the have the spray can of paint that they can just spray as much as they want. Yeah, there's no, nothing more nerve-wracking than picking up paint out of the corner of the field <laughs> and trying to wipe it off in your jersey as you stuff it back in your yeah. marker. I do like watching the guys reaching in the back and realizing they have no pods left. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and they go back and forth you twice can, just to make sure you can almost hear the butthole shrink. Yeah, or how many times <laughs> have you seen a guy try to throw a pod unsuccessfully from one player to another? That's my favorite. Oh, because yeah. now you've just debilitated yourself too. Damn yeah. it, Timmy, you should catch. <laughs> yeah. They didn't yeah. practice the catching drills. Yeah, it's like, that's that was true. my last pod, and you let it ex pop open, and all the paint went everywhere. What were you thinking? I remember being at a big game and, and having duct tape on both arms and ripping the duct tape off one side and trying to tape the top of a pod together so I could chuck it to somebody else. <laughs> Tucker Danielson in the live chat says, try reloading a mag on the front line for a rush. Yeah, same thing. It's true. Absolutely. Try reloading a PGP <laughs> when you with the 12 when you have gram. to take them out of the, the the tubes to put them in one at a time, and then reload your twelve gram, and then cock it back and pump again. Okay, so we touched on this a little earlier. Uh, Nicholas Schrader wants to know: Is there a minimum BPS limit that would hurt paintball? Uh, the field he's going to today, everybody's capped at ten BPS. Uh, and uh, some tournament play at 12 BPS. So what is sort of the ideal cap for, I'd say, recreation play and uh, potentially tournament play? Well, Joe, what do you cap renters off? Do um, you put them in a cap? We we try not to mix our walk-on players from our renters. So we, we use 98s and FT12s and FT50s. But if, if we need to, it's, we usually cap it at 5 to 8 balls per second if someone's going in there, and that's it. But what have you got a group of just walk-ons playing with each other? Well, we're 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 still around eight eight to eight balls yeah. per second. We don't because if we ever have if we ever have to mix the groups back, most of these guys don't have a slow, medium, and fast setting. So we just it, this is how we this is how we play. These are our rules. It's eight. It's you know, eight balls per second. You play it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Ramping is always or rate of fire has always Ramping. been a contentious thing, um, and probably will always be. Um, unless for some reason it is all but obliterated in the in the tournament series, which I don't, I, I don't. Pev, do you think you'll ever see ramping gotten rid of? Well, maybe it's only going to work if you have electronic guns. But um, I mean, the mechanical division doesn't count. But I think, you know, my world. What I'd love to see is take a bunch of take a couple pro teams and have them play on the field with uh, uh, stock class guns like. Uh, uh, against a bunch of scenario guys with stock class guns. And I would love to see to watch how the attitude changes and how these cocky pro kids think they're the superstars. Yeah. Yeah. 
So a follow-up part to this, uh, Nicholas wanted to know, uh, his his opinion was that 10 to 12 balls is great for 10 to 12 balls per second. Uh, <laughs> it's good for a scenario or for a, for a regular walk-on day. But he says uh, 12 balls or lower for scenario can be a bad idea. So he wants to what? increase the BPS what? for scenario play. Yeah. Scenario. See, Silly. Oz in the live chat says, wasn't it 15 balls a second at one point? It was. It was. 15.2 um, or 15.3 yeah. when the X, X, X ball. ball first came out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I will say, with all this talk of genre changes and stuff, this... Uh, does that not look like Brody? It does. <laughs> when X Ball kind of first hit the format, that was pretty exciting. That was a neat thing to happen to paintball. It may have inadvertently not, not, not crushed ref, it. Not refing. No. <laughs> but that, that was kind ass. of a neat, neat, neat all of a sudden change. I think if if there was a format change and it was adopt and if it was a big change, I wonder if it would be adopted as quick as X Ball was. Well, I mean, think about X Ball as well as like when they first launched it, you had penalty boxes and you had guys who if you, you got a penalty box and you had to wait a certain amount of time, you can come back into the game yeah. like hockey. I mean, that's I how miss crazy that. it was in the game. But like, I that miss was, that. that I, I really I, miss I, that. Like, I like one-for-ones. I get it and all this sort of stuff and maybe even starting a body down. But there's nothing better than having a penalty box where you have to go serve a penalty because your jackass teammate got a major and you're in there and they're watching the clock count down. So... You know, you see five, four, three, two, one, and you burst out of that thing knowing you're either going to get shot or you're barely going to make it out alive. There was nothing better than hearing the crowd sh uh, chant, shoot the box. And the intimidation, that yeah. guy's butthole would pucker up and he's just like, oh my God, yeah. I'm going to get yeah. chewed up as I dive through here. Yeah, But, but that, do you think it's because you're Canadian in hockey and that's why you like that option? Okay, yeah, true. Yeah, That's possible. The Hanson brothers were still the best <laughs> X-ball uh, ball players that there were. Yeah, they go in the box they feel shame and then <laughs> <laughs> but that i don't know i did like the penalty box i know it was hard to ref because guys bolting out of there and getting shot and whatever uh, but i did i did like that i thought that was cool um we're starting near the end of this uh this broadcast are you done for questions gavin or i uh, am yeah, i'm gonna cinch up my sack and ladies and gentlemen if you have any correspondence any questions you'd like us to address make sure you send it to show up behind the bunker com or hit us up on any of the social media and we'll try to read it on the show yeah. um hey, so you've cinched up your sack three times already in this this, this show tonight i mean i mean how much smaller can it get of all the cinches? i'm confused <laughs> right now you'd be surprised Pep. you'd be surprised <laughs> it, it's uh no not november so <laughs> gavin's trying his best yes. Yeah. Um, so a couple things to keep in mind, guys. Next week, we're not sure if we're going to be live or not. Uh, we're going to try to, but uh, we're going to be down in Florida for World Cup. So we'll hopefully have some nice stuff to show you next week. It'll be like sweepstakes. Um, Watch it, our Instagram and our Facebooks. Yeah. If not, we'll be live the following Monday for sure. Um, the other thing you guys should do is if you don't already subscribe to Go Sports, you should. Uh, this is going to be World Cup. There is a lot of great stories uh, that's going to culminate here at World Cup. A lot of teams think they should be finishing up the season first and second, and it'll be interesting to see where all these teams line up. Um, I, I just saw the other day Dynasty is is still up there. I thought they were a little farther down in rankings, but they're still up there. They have a chance to still take some of this stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. So make sure you guys get your Go Sports uh, subscription so you guys can watch it all. Uh, Mike, do you have any farewell words or any or last comments? Well, for starters, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. I haven't seen you in a while. So, That's true. Um, not, not since March. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for inviting me back to the show because I guess that the ratings must have sucked really bad the last time it was on because I haven't heard anything. So, um, But it's fine. It's okay. You know, you just wanted somebody to be on the show. You know, that was all We just had to find some new listeners. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then the know, cycle so. will go again. Yeah, well, it was a retirement home, right? You're playing on the yes. Spotify in the retirement homes now. So now I'm like, hey, an old dude. Let's get an old dude on the show. So there you go. Um, I, I get all that. So And and either that or it's just, you know, you like the fact that you got Gavin and cinched the sack three times in one show, and you have no idea what the hell that just happened. He's got a lot of lead in his pencil. Uh, I, I have something else, Mike. Um, Something we didn't talk about. They're going to release the um, – World Cup yes. Orange County Choppers paintball bike at World Cup. Is that there is much correct. much pomp and tree, pomp and pageantry or f fanfare going on about that? Have you heard much? Well, yes, I've seen a couple banners up. I mean, I've seen it online, but I mean, you know, I haven't seen the bike myself. Uh, you know, 
I, I don't know what to say because I'm a Harley guy. And the problem is, is, you know, a Harley guy is not a big fan of an orange chopper guy, right? I mean, so, you know, at the end of the day, I have nothing against Orange County choppers. They, they make big, great bikes. But the problem is, is I'm a Harley guy. So it's hard for me to get excited. But the thing is, be that as it may, Orange County choppers have a good following, and a lot of those people don't know anything about paintball. Yeah, so like hopefully, this will people like their Facebook you know. page. That's oh, hundred percent, and and kudos to Greg for making it happen. But you know, let's give Greg credit where credit is due. I mean, Greg is really good at trying to bring in different opportunities to the world of paintball. Absolutely. Whether it's stuff he's done with the video game and what we've done at, you know, the PAX events yeah. and what he he's always constantly trying. So if there's anything I can show the biggest kudos for is is somebody who is currently trying to make paintballs, you know, always be great. It's Greg Hastings and I give him kudos for that for making his deal happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like Dan, He's right. It's like Dan Bozarian. How many followers does he have? 24.3 million people. And with his little paintball project on the go, that in itself is going to help grow the sport. 24.9 million, actually. Yeah. Look at Raidman here. Yeah. <laughs> well, they always yeah. tell companies to <laughs> they always tell companies to hook up with social influencers, especially ones that have a bigger following than you, but social influencers in general. So if paintball ha hitches its wagon to oh, you know, Orange County choppers, Dan Blazarians of the world, uh, Devin Supertramp, people like that that involve paintball, it's all good. It, it it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt it. Um, no, of course not. And hey, it, if if I was a single guy and wasn't married, I'd have a lot more followers too because I'd be out showcasing naked women and half naked women all the time, like Blazarian does. So I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> I mean, let's think about it. But unfortunately, you know what? Love my wife. Not unfortunately. Fortunately, I love my <laughs> wife. Uh, I have a great family, and uh, that's where I stand on that. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, Gavin Sharma, thank you for being on the program tonight. It's going to be a shame that we're not going to hear you next week. Wonderful to be here, even though my I, my sack was cinched up three times. Uh, Boom, I four be, now. Get some I, ice on there. I won't be here next week uh, Yeah, to, to put some cream on it and uh, some ice. Uh, but I wish you guys all well at World Cup and uh, looking forward to the broadcast. And thank you, thank you so much, Pev, for uh, for joining us this evening. And thank you all for tuning in and liking and sharing. Yeah. And Matt Angles brings up a good point. He says the New Orleans Saints player wearing the Houston Heat jersey on ESPN this week. That was all over Facebook That's today, too. Good. That was pretty good. A lot of people didn't understand what that was. I mean, it could have been a NASCAR shirt. It could have been a, a gun. Like, could have been a fishing shirt. No one. It didn't say paintball, but we as paintballers know the HK logo and know the Houston Heat logo, yeah, but, but it was a good people, thing. With, with the beauty of the internet now, someone can just Google Houston Heat and it will say what it is in seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Give the millennials credit for something. Speaking of millennials, thank you, Joe, for being on the show. Oh, thanks a lot. I'm a double millennial. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> would you be a double millennial? I sure shit would be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to insult. I just well, I'm, I'm trying to count the years I down and find out. Well, you know what? Todd, take, take your socks off, then you can. Joe doesn't count as a millennial. What? Okay. I am, I technically speaking. No, am but I'm a double millennial. The second year of millennials. Okay, what is, okay, the what is millennial? this? A millennial, millennial started in 1980. Oh really? No, it didn't. Yeah. It did. Really? I thought yeah. that was Gen X. No, they got that whole Gen X thing is. Gone. And then people are trying to call them Zennials. Okay, so then what is what okay, is someone that's been, we can talk well, hold on, but what, what what is someone that was born in the two thousands? Are they like I've been calling them snowflakes? Are they <laughs> are they okay? All right, and thank you, uh Josh Zubisburgus, for being on the show. Uh yeah. All right, whatever. Now that you're a millennial, <laughs> I don't know if I uh yeah, nineteen forty-six uh, to sixty-four are baby boomers. Sixty-five to seventy-six are Gen Xs. <laughs> Seventy-seven to ninety-five are millennials. Wow. Ninety-six to present are Gen X. I Gens are centennials. John, I, I don't know what you're looking at because I got nineteen eighty-one to ninety-six. Is, is somebody asked Jeeves? <laughs> <laughs> Mike <laughs> Chambers says you're a centennial, <laughs> and then he's and John Maskin says he likes avocado flavored and sure. <laughs> That's yeah, not that very nice. Uh, Snowflakes would be correct, says Sean McNamara. Someone's got to tell. Okay, here we go. And then post millennials. So there's millennials and post millennials. No, post millennials. But I thought we weren't able to label anymore. 
I thought that was... Whatever, called, why didn't we just call them participants? It's whatever you identify with. <laughs> That's right. No, because right. you call people participants, then you got to get them all ribbons. That's yeah. right. And sorry, guys, we're not going to do an after show today just because we got to catch an early <laughs> flight tomorrow. It. We done did it. <laughs> Thank you, Mike, for being on the program. Thank you to Matt for pushing all the buttons, faders, sliders, and uh, widgets tonight. Yeah. And uh, thank you to all of you that are listening at home. Please make sure you hit that like and share button. And uh, if you guys see us down at World Cup, please come over and say hi. Hey. And uh, yeah, Mike, any last fi- last words there? I hear some clinking. Modalo. <laughs> <laughs> Only three. It's Z- yeah. Good for you. It's Fair. Mike starts. Yeah, <laughs> Zamfir. No, the other the other three he drank. Can't I got that from the I, pre-show. Is actually filled with used beer now. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, and, and, and I'm, I am online talking about a good cause, motivated for math. So it's probably not a good idea for me to show all six or all twelve. <laughs> I mean, but anyhow. So yeah. And uh, congratulations on your new job as brand manager for the Modelo Brewing Company. <laughs> yes. All right, Mike, don't go anywhere. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you guys next week.